Who was telling me they were on a bus one time and somebody started like taking apart a durian? Oh my god, dude. <laughs> It's just so inappropriate for so many reasons. Like, yeah, is that some sort of marsupial? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's a giant, like, it looks like a, it's a giant, like, spiky fruit from like Southeast Asia. Yeah, oh. it's it's actually what orangutans eat a lot of mm-hmm. somehow. And, okay. Yeah, they, I mean, they, they all over them. They basically say, "Don't fucking touch me." And then when you crack them open, they smell like you turned a, a homeless person inside out. Yeah. Okay. Well, when you, crack, when you crack it open, it smells like fucking around and finding out. We went down the rivers, we crossed the plains, over the mountains, we fought in streams. We went west. We trapped, we mined, we carved our names with guns and axes. We sought our fame. Our destiny was manifest. And God help those who stood in the way of business progress. And the USA. USA. Yep, I can't do it anymore. Yep, you can't do it anymore. It's been, okay. Been outsourced. Yep. But then you, we're going to outsource your your yell of how the West was fucked to uh, hail of gunfire. Because oh, that one seems okay. to work better. Mm-hmm. Okay. But then, um, any which way, uh, if you joined us uh, last week, we were talking about Bat Masterson. I almost said Bat, Matt Masterson. Bat Masterson. But... Like, <laughs> but uh, we're talking about uh, him and his exploits in uh, what Dodge City, yeah, is where we got mm-hmm. to. Yes, yep. And um, how he like knows like everybody in the Old West. He had like more friends on Old West Facebook because he <laughs> ran into everyone. Um, and last time, uh, his brother Ed had just gotten sh- shot all to shit, drilled. And then uh, he may or may not have avenged him. We uh, talked about there's a little debate whether he was even there or not. I want to believe happened. he was there. I'm, I'm here for there. the story. Here that's for the story. Right. Even though that's what we're trying to avoid in most cases is we're trying to dispel <laughs> bullshit. But yeah, totally. Sometimes you got to have a little bit of nebulous bullshit to add flavor, I suppose. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. There you go. It's my favorite kind of candy. <laughs> nebulous bullshit. <laughs> New from Kinder Bueno. <laughs> from the makers of Happy Fun Ball. Yeah. Ooh, do not taunt Happy Fun Ball. Happy Fun Ball has been shipped to our troops in Saudi Arabia and is also being dropped by our warplanes on Iraq. But Okay, so uh, we're mostly through Dodge City, unless you were going to talk about uh, 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 Dora Hand. Uh, go Aloha. ahead. Aloha, I don't Mrs. Know, Hand. I don't, I don't know much about Dora Hand other than... Once again, a weird name, like Dora Hand. Like she got like she built like a fiddler crab, like one oven mitt sized <clears> hand, and she invented the hand job. Uh, of course. Ah. Well, she was a dance hall singer and actress, so she might have in her understudy days. <laughs> um, but basically, yet basically yet another woman uh killed by uh. "Quote unquote," uh, uh, shot and killed by James Kennedy, son of the wealthy Texas cattleman Mifflin Kennedy. 
Oh, uh, yeah. I think I actually do have this. Story, oh, you do have that? Well, then I will not elaborate any further, well, and we'll just let you. You could go that. ahead because I thought I had the other story on the other one, and I didn't. So. Oh, well, shit. <laughs> I'll just well, skip it when it well, comes. Well, I don't up. I don't I don't have the full story anyway. I just know that Masterson and um I think wasn't like Erp with him and a couple other badasses or in a posse went after him and then uh Masterson apparently shot him in the arm and then everybody else shot shot his horse and they hauled him back in for justice, they sh- which they shot his horse. Dead, they shot horse. His, they shot the fucking horse. Yeah, why why would they not shoot the horse? horse Cops are, always shoot out the tires and, yeah, it's, and it's Hunter the, and all it's those. It's the 1800 spike strip. You know? I guess. I mean, they bayonet, you bayonet the mules and you shoot the horses. That's <laughs> how it works. <laughs> anyway, Will, go ahead and uh, start us off wherever the hell you were to start us off. With your comic, Sans? Yep. Uh, so we're still in 1878 in Dodge City. Uh, the buffalo were gone by that time, but not the hunters. Uh, the cattle drives were still coming to town, too. So they just so, started hunting cattle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not as much of a sport. Well, it's about nope. the same, I guess. <laughs> exactly the same about the <laughs> sport. Uh, so it's a haven for gamblers if you want to bet on this, if somebody could hit a cow that's standing still at 50 paces. <laughs> Uh, during the two years Bat was sheriff there, there were seven homicides. Uh, his brother Ed's was the first. Oh. In April, another lawman was killed, uh, a guy named Harry McCarty. He was a deputy marshal. He was shot with his own gun. Uh, several cowboys were drinking and making fun of a guy named Limping Thomas O'Hanran. Limping O'Haran. Thomas? O'Haran. Limping Thomas. <laughs> Uh, he was a half-wit cook. Oh, God. Uh, God damn there's, other, there's other words for half-wit that are preferred now. Oh, okay. So he might have been a little mentally challenged. Yeah. Fuck. But he was also drunk, and he pulled McCarty's pistol from him. Oh, uh, well, now I don't feel as bad. The gun discharged and hit McCarty in the groin again. <laughs> Jesus God, Christ. A lot, a lot of dick shooting. <laughs> Uh, but it hit the femoral artery, and Ooh. he bled out and died within an hour. So, uh, O'Haran was tried for manslaughter and got twelve years. So, they don't mind putting half wits in prison. Well, it's like the Mister Show episode where they have the developmentally disabled guy, like uh, he's in Texas for something, and they have to like. Um, Basically, get his IQ up high enough so they can execute him. Oh God, that's right. Is <laughs> the, the whole skit? That's right. Oh my God, terrible. Uh, did you see that Bob Odenkirk's in an action movie? Now? I was going to say, yeah, yeah he's can't, le- can't wait. It's like Bob Odenkirk in Taken. <laughs> hey, I have a unique set of skills. <laughs> God damn it! God uh, two weeks later, there's another shooting because it's Dodge City in the Old West. Uh, several cowboys galloped through town and shot into the Comique Theater, the the print, uh, French pronunciation of comic, I guess. Uh, Bat was inside playing cards with uh, Doc Holliday and Wyatt Earp. Uh, well, actually, Wyatt Earp was by the door on duty. This so could this be is the one. Also, this could be the one where they were shooting through the comedians' shit then. Because I yeah. talked about it last week. I think this could be that one instead. Yeah. Uh, 
Oh, he was on duty by the door with Jim Masterson. Erp shoots back at these guys, even though they're just having fun shooting. Uh, Wyatt shot and killed him before he, he got one of the cowboys gets out of town. Uh, the injured cowboy happened to be George Hoy, who is wanted in Texas for rustling. Uh, he was shot in the arm and had to have it amputated. And he dies of gangrene a month later. Whoa. You, um, you know what? Told- that, that is the one where Foy got his stuff shot. You know why I remember that? It's because well, one of the chances one guy on the street's name is Foy, F-O-Y, and the other guy's name is H-O-Y. Foy and Hoy? In the, in the same incident, yeah. Hmm. I know that we were talking last week about Ben Thompson shoving a gun in his face, too, so. Yeah, well, yeah. seems like a great guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Wyatt Earp later tells his bi- biographer back in uh, when he was writing his biography when he was an old man that it was his enemies that put a price on his head. That was the reason for the shooting. But nobody knows for sure it could have been just cowboys just having fun. Cowboys just want to have fun. <laughs> By shooting out your windows and lights. <laughs> <laughs> I think we got a pop song on our hands. Uh, Bat said in 1907 that Hoy didn't know Wyatt, and there was no, he didn't know that there was any reason that why he shot into the bar. Oh, and now we get to Spike Kennedy, who is the rich kid, uh, who frequented cow towns and hung out with cowboys, even though he didn't need to. He was arrested a few times, and then he went to the mayor, Dog Kelly, to complain about being arrested. <laughs> so the mayor beats the shit out of him. <laughs> So Kennedy returns one night and shoots into the mayor's bed. Oh, shit. But the mayor was sick and away at an army hospital. Oh, damn. And that's where was sleeping was Dora Hand, the singer and performer. Oh. Oh, So Spike was seen fleeing the scene. So Bat forms a posse. So he had to get to him before he reached his ranch in the Texas Panhandle because he would be under guard from daddy's hired hands. Gotcha. So he took along City Marshal uh, Bassett. He took along a Bassett Hound. Uh, Wyatt Earp and Deputy Sheriff Stuffy and uh, Tillman. Tillman's now his deputy, I guess, after accusing of him <laughs> being a, a train robber. Sure. No, we're we're yeah. cool now, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Spike had a 10-hour head start, though. They planned on cutting the trail and heading him off at the pass, as you do. Uh, th- at the crossing of the river, must maybe the Red River since they're in that territory. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a tremendous hailstorm, and the following rain made it impossible to use stars as guidance. Tremendous, so tremendous hailstorm. It was the best hailstorm. Yep. Everyone's saying, <laughs> but their years of buffalo hunting guided them to the river. Uh, they since it just rained, they could tell nobody else has crossed yeah, it. Yeah, because buffalo are notoriously hard to fucking track, especially when there's mm-hmm. a million of them. <laughs> oh, is that a bent blade of grass? Oh, 60 million head of cat or bison <laughs> must come this way. <laughs> Never mind the gallon-sized turds, you know, everywhere. <laughs> so they could tell that nobody crossed the uh, ford there, so they waited in cover. Uh, Spike Kennedy did arrive at the crossing. They popped up 50 yards away and told Kennedy to give it up. Uh, Kennedy wheeled his horse and took off. The posse fired a volley and dropped the horse, trapping Kennedy underneath. He was also shot in the arm, too. Good police work. 
<laughs> so Kennedy's first words were, did I get that some bitch, Kelly? Uh, did they I do that? <laughs> they informed him that he shot a woman. Like, uh, oh, fuck. Yeah. So in three weeks, even though he wasn't fully recovered from his shot up arm, uh, Spike was let go due to lack of evidence. What the fuck? Because he's a rich kid. But Affluenza. he never. Yep. He never fully recovers and only lived for a year or two. Good. For some Fuck that reason. kid. Uh, at the same time, Ben Thompson and Doc Holliday, notorious troublemakers, were in town at Dodge, but none of them caused any trouble on Bat's watch, anyway. Um, oh, uh, oh, this is when Bat shoves uh, an angry, drunk Ben Thompson out of the way when he's trying to shoot out a light behind uh, Eddie Foy there. Uh. That's the only trouble that he had in town. Uh, Kennedy was the only time Bat fired his gun as sheriff. Uh, usually used the element of surprise. Uh, one time a telegram... Like, like Gene Parmesan? Ah, Gene! Oh, Gene, isn't he the best? Gene was far from the best. Mm -hmm. Who? <laughs> from Arrested Keep Development. Oh, oh. Somebody was joking, uh, what's, what's the actress that plays, uh, Ma... From Arrested Development. Um, oh, oh yeah. she just passed away. Just yeah. passed away, but somebody made the joke like she shows up at the pearly gates in St. Peter, but it's just <laughs> Jane Parmesan again. <laughs> so, a telegram one time came from Fort Lyons that there was a fugitive on the un incoming train. Uh, this guy was named Davis, but uh, Bat was given no description of him. Just Davis? It's like Madonna. Just Davis. Mm -hmm. So when the train gets into town, he covers up his badge and goes inside and scoped up, scoped out all the passengers. So you see this one guy acting suspicious, and he says, "Hey, Davis, how are you?" Then the fugitive turns around and smiled. <laughs> and gotcha. Bat, Bat holds out his hand to shake. Davis shook his hand, and Bat slapped uh, some manacles on yes! him right there. That's what uh, I was hoping was going to happen. No, see, I hoped at first he was going to hit him in the teeth with his gun because he, he said turn around and smiled, so I'm just picturing that <laughs> big old Smash pistol whack right across his jibs, yeah. But that's fine, you know. It's pretty clever. <laughs> uh, January 1879, Bat is made U.S. Deputy Marshal. So now he didn't have to worry about county boundaries, even though if he's going to Texas to arrest that one guy, I guess it didn't matter that much. Uh but people still keep escaping from jail, so he has to go to the board of county commissioners to ask them, them to fix the jail. jail. Yeah, <laughs> but he's still still putting horse thieves in there. The circle we drew in the dirt and put people in timeout is not working anymore. Can you build us an actual physical jail? Uh, we will pass this law that says that you can take the shovels and shotguns out of the jail. Well, the circle. Okay, excellent. That's a, that's a start. That's a start. Thank you. But the ladder stays. Shit. During that time, Dodge City was now a kind of a nationally known town as the Gomorrah of the Plains. Mm. Made uh, from, like Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was uh, the gunmen in town were uh, even though they're drunk and violent, they're also pranksters too. Mm, and joke. Bat violent liked a good pranksters. joke too. So Eddie Foy, the entertainer again, the comic, the clown or whatever the hell he was. The second day he was in town, he was roped and drugged to the hanging tree. Oh, good. And God was ready it. to be hung. And Bat was there watching, so he wouldn't get out of hand, though. But 
Fucking hell, Somehow man. it all ended and everybody laughing and drinking back at the bar. It's like, hey, remember when you thought we were going to kill you? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the uh, fucking uh, Christopher Walken on like SNL. He's like, uh, yeah, I like a good prank. This guy uh, pulled a prank on me once, so I pranked him to death with a tire iron. Yeah. <laughs> there was one uh, full metal jacket, you know, Joker, huh? You some kind of comedian? Well, I got a joke for you. I'm going to tear off your head and shit down your neck. Oh, God. I'll rip your head off and shit down your neck. Uh, another funny prank. Uh, to raise money for the church, they had a beautiful baby contest. And they shot a bunch of babies? <laughs> no, not quite. Okay. Uh, the prize was $100 in gold provided by Luke Short. He is the manager of the gambling and the Long Branch Saloon. So there was a big rivalry among all the mothers. The babies had to wear, like, swimsuits and put on lots of makeup and stuff? Fucking yeah, yeah. toddlers and Tierra shit. <laughs> okay, Trump. Definitely got to shoot the fucking mothers in that case. Oh, yeah. Uh, so they were holding it at a church supper that evening, and the reverend read off the names of the babies. So they kind of went from last to first. Yeah, let me guess. Spanish baby, born in the mission. French baby from the hotel. Like a lot of times they wouldn't name the babies till they lived a while. So yep. it was just sad. You don't want to get it. You don't want to get too attached to your kid. Well, it's like you, you go until, up to that until they become like five years old. You go up to that uh, uh, the cemetery in Medora, and it's that's a lot of little tombstones that are a day or two. It's like French baby, baby from hotel. Maybe from the farm. So no, we got we got a. <laughs> when you said little tombstones, it just sounds like the name of a fucking like a funeral home for kids. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was just picturing like personal pan, you know, tombstone, crappy frozen pieces. But... Anyway, they get to the name of the winning baby, and everybody's perplexed. They haven't heard of this baby. Um, the deacons standing nearby are Bat and Wyatt, and they said they knew the na- who the child was and returned with a black lady of the evening from the Southside Dance Hall. And uh, this is with a, quote, dusky cherub in her arms. And the men in the town laughed, but the mothers didn't think it was so funny that they uh, elected the uh, the dusky cherub. Wait, so that, that was their prank? Was like all these yep. all these white moms were like my baby's gonna win, and then they brought a lady of the night, a black lady of the night. Okay, and her baby. Oh man, <laughs> hilarious, hilarious, isn't it? Fucking hilarious. Just just that racism. That's just Fuck, hilarious. Dude. <laughs> she survived. I hope. Uh yeah, hopefully, at least for a little while. Another favorite prank was the Indian act. Whenever a newcomer would come into town and brag about his Indian fighting ability, the men of the town would take him out to quote-unquote hunt Indians, like you're hunting snipe. Oh, I was going to say, it's like a snipe hunt? Yep. It would be really the bar patrons, uh, and the victims would usually book it back to the bar and yell for help or get Gatling guns if they were attacked. It's like, help, get me some Gatling guns. I was going to say, like, I, I don't know if I want to be playing the snipe. You know, <laughs> uh, sometimes it wasn't uh, that foolproof because most of the time they'd take uh, the gun away from uh, the the victim, either put in blanks or just take the bullets out. 
But one time it backfired and kind of brought the end of the trick. Um, you know, uh, the victim's gun died. was uh, almost. <laughs> Uh, the victim's gun was unloaded and filled with blanks, but this victim, uh, he was a man named Harris who just opened a jewelry shop. He slipped a six-shooter into his boot, unknown to the rest of the people. Oh, shit. Well, when the quote-unquote Indians attacked, Harris stood his ground and shot at the attacking horde. Uh, one of the bullets clipped the war bonnet of the head chief, and the attack was called off. So at this time, they all scattered and went back to the bar and... At least the pranksters bought Harris the drinks this time instead of the other way around. Fuck, man. No, yeah, because is... otherwise he's going to fucking shoot him, so. No, this is a scene mm-hmm. in uh, in uh, fucking Maverick, the movie, when he dre- he dresses up like a old old Indian guy who's like coughing and shit. Oh, yeah, they got paint. the Duke. The, they, they have the Duke. The Russian from, Duke, uh... yeah. The Russian Duke, and he, uh, uh, Chief makes him use the bow that fucks yeah, up Gra- your hand. Yeah, Graham Greene's like, that yeah. bow, you can't, it's, yeah, yeah. What's with the drums and the war paint and the horses? What are you doing here? Oh, we had kind of a lousy year. Not much left to hunt. So when this Russian Archduke, that's where I got the bike, he came along and wanted to see the real West, so I said, okay. He pays well. We get all dressed up in war paint and go whooping around like idiots. He wants me to speak like they say in the books. Oh, oh, oh wait, man. People are such assholes. Of course, he's got to hear the war drums all the time. Graham Greene's a fucking man. I just rewatched uh, Wind River the other day. Such a good oh, show. Yeah. Uh, Graham mm-hmm. Greene. Uh, okay, there was a movie called Pacific Rim that came out about mm-hmm. gi- giant robots fighting monsters in the ocean. I know he's like a Navy admiral in that shit, isn't he, or something? Mm-mm. Or... Uh, right we after were that, watching something with him. Right after that movie came out, some fucking like some like small uh, movie studio. Like mm. threw together a fucking really quick, uh, low budget movie called uh, Atlantic Rim. Yes, and, he's and in Graham Greene's in that. Is the, yep, and then he's like a yeah, army he's, general or navy or yeah, I think he's yeah. he's navy navy guy. Well, that's a real rim job there. Yep. Crickets. <laughs> yep. <laughs> this is the same time as the Royal Gorge War. If you remember that from uh, Doc Holliday was called into that too. Well, and so was uh, Fucky McGiggy that we talked about last week. Oh, Ben Thompson? Ben Thompson, or week before yep. last, year. Never really amounted to much of a war, but he's shooting over. back and forth. Um, they called on Bat to help protect the line there, along with uh, Ben Thompson and Doc Holliday. Hey, I just wrote that. Uh, Bat actually held his men back from attacking because he's an actual rational person, I guess. Because they're, you know, this thing was battling in the courts, and the decision was expected soon. Um, there are few, if any, casualties in the Royal Gorge War. Some men claim to have used blanks while shooting at each other because they're just getting paid for this. Oh well, yeah, like you said. Well, why are you gonna die over something that's about to get settled out of court, like yeah, any day, you know? But uh, this is kind of the culminate, uh, the big. Play was later in June. Bat was placed in charge of a railroad station and roundhouse in Pueblo. I open up the mail and there's a pamphlet in there from Pueblo, Colorado, and it's addressed to to you, and it's entitled "Do You Know What the uh, The opposing railroad surrounded the place, and they drove off most of the men from the station. Then moved on to the roundhouse. Uh, that's where Bat was holed up. Uh, they talked with him, and he surrendered. 
Um, then he, invent, he, then he invented the roundhouse kick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the splits like Van Damme. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's still hurt. Oh, I'm so sorry. Okay. Maybe you should relax now. Okay. Slowly close your legs. Beautiful. Doing well. You know, stretching is so important. For example, because of my big legs and karate, I can do the splits no problem. Good. <laughs> that kind of disappointed some Dodge people who wanted an actual fight. But uh, the line was legally the other railroads. Uh, that was the Denver and the Rio Grande. Uh, one man was shot in the back by a drunkard guard of the Rio Grande, climbing out of the window, though. Uh, Josh Webb, his old friend there, lost a tooth. I don't know if it was shot out or not. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. He was just, like, talking. Yeah, I think he out. just fell out. I think he was <laughs> eating. Gar- I think he was eating Gardettos. <laughs> oh, and his tooth yeah, broke in pieces. I think it's the eighteen hundreds. I think a lot of people, if they're just saying a sentence, you're kind of getting sprayed with chunks of tooth enamel like a wood chipper. <laughs> <laughs> just chewing tobacco and yeah, yeah, just snooze and chunks of tooth enamel and bits of uh, jerky, just every time. So May eighteen seventy nine. Uh, White was kicking a Missourian out of a bar. We all know about Missourians. Uh, he had him by the ear, which is always masculating. Uh, the guy getting kicked out, his friends got their guns and covered Wyatt, demanding their friend back. Uh, Bat, Bat steps in to help out and buffaloed the man Wyatt had by the ear and scared off the rest. Uh, next day, they told the three to get the heck out of Dodge, which is an expression. After dark that day, the Missourians slipped back into town to bushwhack Bat. They had a uh, black boy. Uh, I'm cleaning that up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> to get Bat as they waited in the back room next to an alley. So you're supposed to they have a black youth. Black youth? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, boy is not a, a excellent not term. probably great either, yeah. <laughs> uh, the black youth was no fool. And told Bat there was three armed men waiting in the back room, so Bat was smart and just didn't go into the alley. Then but he posted some. Well, he posted some guard outside, and when the Missourians got tired of waiting, they came out. Then his guards promptly took him back to jail. Excellent. Yeah. That's easy Bat enough. supposedly had a run in with Clay Allison, supposedly, uh, who might have wanted revenge on George Hoy there, that man that Earp had shot. One story is Bat hid while Clay was looking for him uh, while covering him with a big 50 while he yodeled uh, drunk down the street. Uh, <laughs> it's fun to picture anyway. The probably, probably the story is untrue, but there's no record of Clay Allison causing any trouble in Dodge. But also Clay did cause trouble other places like getting naked and screaming and you know, just wearing his guns with his dick out and stuff. So it's better. Mm-hmm. It's better to picture that. Maybe uh, they, maybe it just wasn't illegal to do that particular thing in Dodge, so it never made the papers. <laughs> probably, uh, Bat was probably in Hot Springs, Arkansas, at the time, recovering from vertigo or something like it, or maybe a hangover. Who knows? 
Uh, Dull Knife, if you remember Dull Knife. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. He was the one that escaped uh, with the, his Cheyenne to get back to uh, Wyoming. And was Randall McKenzie kind of uh, finished the job there. I don't think Dull Knife was... I think Dull Knife hit out successfully, but the rest of the Cheyennes didn't. Something but, like that. I, I can't quite remember, yeah. Yeah. But they on their escape from Oklahoma to Wyoming, they did pass near Dodge, killing and robbing a few people along the way. Uh, February 1879, they had the guilty natives brought to trial in Kansas. Uh, Bet, Bat went to Topeka to fetch the prisoners, and he took them back to Dodge on the train. He kind of had to protect him from mobs along the way. Oh, God. Uh, in Lawrence, he had to hit the city marshal over the head to keep him from trying to get the prisoners. Jesus. Uh, the Cheyenne were held in Dodge for four months, but a change of venue was permitted, and they were moved to Lawrence. Then they Bummer. were released due to lack of evidence. So ah. at least they got... Yay, we get go to go back to the reservations. Gee, well, thanks. at least... Wow, we actually had Native Americans get it acquitted of something? Yeah. Oh, I know. Shit. Yeah. September 9th, 1879, uh, Wide Earp resigns and heads to Tombstone. Uh, Bat stays behind in Dodge to run for sheriff again. Uh, Bat's opponents accused him of gambling with city funds and threatening to kill a newspaper man. Uh, Bat's friends kind of tell him not to mudsling, uh, and it cost him because he loses the election. So Bat's kind of pissed at his friends there. Uh, Bat arrested one of the critics, Dan Frost of the Globe. Uh, he arrested him as a deputy marshal because he was still doing that uh, for receiving stolen government property. Uh, but the case was eventually dropped. Uh, Bat blamed attorney Mike Sutton and newspaper editor Nick Klain for giving him bad advice for not speaking up for himself during the election there. So January 1880, Bat officially handed over his badge and gave up his marshal job at the same time. The public liked Bat, but he didn't like his, uh, they didn't like him hanging out with the rowdy crowd there. Right. Well, apparently they didn't super care for uh, his little stint in uh, that Canyon City War shit either. Because oh, he's, yeah. like, supposed to be doing his fucking job around, you know, there, not working for hired gun for a railroad company. And plus he was kind of implicated with Doc Holliday, though he never liked Doc and kind of put up with him because he was friends of Wyatt's. So in February, he just sets out on the gambling trails. Um, Dodge gambling wasn't quite <laughs> booming anymore, and all the buffalo were gone. But Tombstone and Leadville, Colorado, were the boomtowns boom now. So he goes to Leadville and was offered plenty of dealing jobs, but kind of wanted to try his own look uh, on his own. Uh, dealing Bat jobs? Like, gotten... like dealing cards? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, not like math or something. Yeah. Hey, man, you want to buy a card? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got four aces. <laughs> like, what about the rest of them? Uh, well, yeah. Give me an eighth of kings. <laughs> um... Oh, this is when Bat goes back to Dodge in June. That's when he was asked by Ben Thompson to rescue his brother, who'd been shot up in Oglala, Nebraska. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Just go back to last week's. So I can skip that one. That is when the sheriff happened to be playing the fiddle in town, and he broke out Ben Thompson's brother, Bill Thompson, by slipping the guy a Mickey. 
That's right. Oh, that's right. And then books books it back with Buffalo Bill. Well, because Billy, yeah, because Billy Thompson had blown off a guy's thumb, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, and then they run into Buffalo Bill, who kind of like pictured like they're stowing away in his wagon or something, but I don't think it was quite like that. But wasn't he like feeding them and like basically come with me? Nobody fucks with me. I'm Bill Cody. Ugh. So he moves to Kansas City for six months. Uh, KC was kind of a big gambling town too. But then he has to come back to Dodge, where Wire, uh, Wyatt had wired him that he needed help down in Tombstone. So Bat goes down there. Uh, trouble had been brewing between the Earps and the Cowboys, if you remember the Cowboy Cowboys from mm-hmm. from that episode. Curly Bill Brocious and Ike Clanton and all those dingleberries. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wyatt wanted Bat as a dealer down there. Um because the rival gambling house was taking exception to Wyatt's success down there, too. Uh, shortly after arriving there, he broke up a near gunfight between two men that he knew, a guy named Luke Short, which we'll be talking about probably a little later. I got a book on him, too. And Charlie Storms. But Storms reappeared after Bat told him to go home. Storms pulled his pistol, but he was too slow. Luke Short shot him in the heart and shot him again. And then he was in love. Yep. Love with death, because he died. (laughs) But uh, Luke Short was clear of wrongdoing. (laughs) Nope. Uh, Don't go anywhere. How the West was fucked will be right back. Tired of the working day world of cattle wrestling and indoor card sharpen? Try the Doc Holliday Correspondent Dentist College. Within three weeks, you can receive a degree in dentistry and haircutting and or bloodletting. For one low payment of a pinch of gold dust, we'll send you a skull from a recent smallpox victim. From that, in our five-page pamphlet, you can learn all the ins and outs of our magical science of teeth pulling. Learn the technique of tying the tooth with a string, tying the string to a mule, then shooting in the ear and a spook in the mule. We call that a spook in the mule technique. Also, this is very important. Don't shoot the mule. Don't forget. It's not going to work that way. Upon completion of the test, you receive a handwritten diploma and the right to practice under any assumed name in any outlaw mining camp in the West. And if you can draw this pirate, you can enroll in our school too. So enroll today. You too can call yourself a dentist. All you have to do is just say, I'm a dentist. Then you're a dentist. March 15th, the stage was robbed and White, as U.S. Marshal deputized his brothers and Bat. Uh, White suspected men staying at the Clanton's ranch. Uh, March 19th, found one member of the gang who held the horsies. Um, they rode for 10 days and 400 miles all around the Arizona desert. The horsies were getting played out, and same with the men. Uh, Bat's horse fell dead while he was riding on him. Oh, holy gotta shit. Get that- Gotta get that power, tra- B- power train warranty. <laughs> yep. This is when Sheriff Behan lets one of the prisoners escape. This is kind of the first of the Clant Earp feud uh, that was to end seven months later at the OK Corral. But soon as he gets to Tombstone, or a little bit after, Bat gets word that his brother Jim was in trouble in Dodge City. So the telegram read, uh, Come at once, 
Uptograph and Peacock are going to kill Jim. Yup. So Jim was city marshal from November 19th, 1879 to April 1881, which is a relatively quiet period in the time of Dodge there. Right. Uh, change of mayor led to his dismissal after the city marshal gig. Uh, Jim became partners with A.J. Peacock and the Lady Gay Saloon. Uh they didn't quite get along from the start. Uh, Peacock's brother-in-law named Al Uptograph was a bartender there. Jim did not like Uptograph. Uh, Uptograph was a heavy drinker, which says a lot for Dodge City at the time. So basically, Uptograph is drinking all, all the profits. Uh, Peacock refused to fire his brother-in-law, who drank free liquor all night. Uh, they openly argued, and the bar was kind of taking sides of the conflict, too. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, fight, 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 fight. So Bat takes the train back to Dodge, and he's smart enough to get off a little before the train stopped, just in case somebody was waiting for him. Did he, like, jump and roll? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, just like MacGyver. Yeah, right. <laughs> Well, he's not on the fucking Shinkansen either. It's like that's true, yeah. You know, they remember they got to start slowing down a couple miles out of town. So by the time they get within comfortable walking distance, they're only going like five miles an hour. Yeah, that's true. Uh, there, he found two people in front of him walking in the same direction. Bat yells behind him, recognize him as P- Peacock and Uptograph. What? Hold on, I want to talk to you. <laughs> Wait, after he hops and- off the train. Yep, he sees two guys walking in front of him in the other, you know, in the same direction. They take off and duck around the corner of the jail. I was just saying, that would precipitate your balls to shrink in like, oh, one of the most noted gunmen in the Old West just materialized behind us like a fucking ghost and (laughs) (laughs) yelling at us. So a firefight breaks out. No one knew who fired first, but... Uh, Bat takes cover behind the railroad embankment. Uh, bullets fly over Bat's head into the stores along Front Street, scattering people. Uh, so people just come out and start firing on both sides back and forth, even though nice. they probably have no idea what's going on. <laughs> it's like the uh, the Younger Gang and shit, the uh, James Younger Gang when they're robbing that bank in Minnesota and just everybody mm-hmm. in town just starts shooting the piss out of everyone. <laughs> People just don't even know what's happening. It's like, what's happening? Pow, 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 pow. Just shoot, shoot in random directions. It's, I basically picture the fight from like Anchorman. Yeah, totally. Just like, <laughs> yeah. Just more or like shooters. Animal House. Food fight. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, people join in on both sides and it turns into a kind of all out war. Al Uptograph got a bullet in the chest and fell forward. So that kind of silenced the guns. It's only fun until uh, somebody gets hurt. Yep. The mayor, Ab Wester, runs up and arrests Bat. Uh, Bat asks about his brother, and he was fine. So Bat turns over his guns. Uh, Al Uptograph, he was shot through the lungs but survived. I imagine the guy that fucking I, that hit him, it's like everybody stops shooting. He's like, oh, shit, 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 man. Don't tell mom. Don't tell mom. Don't tell mom, man. Oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> So no one knew exactly who shot him. Uh, Bat was fined $8 for discharging his gun in town. 
Uh, Jim and Peacock reach a financial agreement to buy him out, and both uh, Masterson brothers leave town. Uh, Bat spends the rest of the year touring gambling towns in Colorado. Al Updegraff survives another two years, and then he gets the smallpox and died. Ah, shit. Uh, so people kind of exaggerate the number of that bat killed. He really only killed one guy. He probably only injured two, uh, but that's not including Indians, of course. So right again, yes. Clearly, because it's eighteen seventy whatever. Bat never really cl- claimed to kill a lot of people, but he also never refuted reports that he did. Because the reputation was a good thing to have back Mm -hmm. in the day. Um, Early in 1882, uh, Bat journeys to New Orleans to witness a prize fight. Because as we find out later on, that's one of his favorite things. And that is between Patty Ryan and John L. Sullivan. Uh, But the night before, rumor was that the authorities wouldn't let it happen. So they all pile onto a special train and head across the border in... Mississippi. Um, the special to be, prize fighting gambling train? Like, <laughs> that sounds like they kind of came time up with that on the moment. Happen. Yeah. Jesus. And they were going to hold the fight on the front lawn of a hotel. Why not? <laughs> Fuck it. Mm-hmm. At the Hotel Six. We'll leave <laughs> the light on in the bathroom so we can record you <laughs> peeing. The red light I think on. that's their motto. Yeah, we'll leave the, re- the red record light on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also at the fight, Frank and Jesse James and Oscar Wilde oh, for wow. no reason. Holy oh, shit. <laughs> sure he was into that too. Uh, Sullivan took him out with a knockout in the ninth, which is a pretty quick fight. I was going to say, that's a blink, blink of an eye fight. Yeah, usually you fight for 12 and a half hours and 70 rounds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was the first ter- uh, time that term was used, a knockout. Oh, really? I guess so. Holy shit. I wonder what they said before that. Uh, he like laid him low. <laughs> yeah, yeah, died he died after yeah. nine hours of fighting. <laughs> uh, Bat goes back to Colorado. Uh, there in Trinidad, he was appointed city marshal. Uh, Trinidad was also a gambling town. Uh, it had about a shooting per month, so it wasn't too bad. Hey. Gotta meet Early those quotas. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Early in May, Bat got a visit from Wider. Uh, with him was his younger brother and Doc Holliday. During the winter of 1881-82, the was the Earp Clanton feud, which kind of Bat followed closely in the papers. And um, so basically, Wyatt and his brother were coming there, kind of, and disbanded their posse there in Trinidad after they're done killing everybody there. Gotcha. Uh, Wyatt goes to Gunnison, Doc to Denver, and if you remember, after a few days, Doc was arrested in Denver, and this is when the, if you listen to our Doc holiday episode, where the guy had him arrested and said that he was a lawman, but really wasn't. Oh, yeah. And it was Bat that got hit, uh, got, what was it, Peblo, to say that they had a warrant out for him, even though they really didn't. And then he got him oh, transferred so to Pebble transfer- before he yeah, got him yeah. back to tom- Tombstone. So in 1883, the city marshal position was moved from being appointed to being voted on. So Bat had to run again, and Bat lost. Oh, no. 
handily this time. Uh, so five, di- five days after the election, a foot race was held. Bat bet on the man from Denver, knowing that knowing him from the mining camps, and the other man was from New Mexico. Uh, but he didn't also have, knew that. Didn't we have an episode about a guy that was like the ru- the running guy that had the stupid name about running like long, long foot or? There oh, was, that was the the yeah, native guy. Like m- many toes or like whatever Dirt, the fuck it was. There was dirty moccasins, right? Dirty moccasin. That was different. Yeah. Though, but what was the? Because the running guy I thought had a pretty indicative name. Like, but I think I you're know. thinking of the uh, the Stern Wheelers on the Missouri episode. Oh, maybe. That guy. Oh, yeah. Captain yeah. Marsh. Oh, you yeah. Because he went Marsh all the way to Captain... Yeah. He went all the way to yeah. Captain Marsh's house or some shit, right? That's what it was. Well, because Captain Marsh would, like, outwalk everybody, too. Yeah. Yeah. Bad, yeah, yeah. bad moccasin. Bad. Bad moccasin. Till the day I die. <laughs> so, anyway... He knew the one guy also threw races. So when the race started, uh, the man from Denver bent down to tie his laces. So he was obviously throwing the race. I was going to say, typically you'd want to do that before they fire the the starting gun. <laughs> well, it's yep. like the level of skepticism these people seem to have is a lot like that of a toddler. Like, no object <laughs> permanence or like, got your nose. You know, like, oh, I'm going to really... Fool these guys! I'll just pretend like my shoes suddenly tie, untied right when the race starts. They'll never suspect a thing. This is a it's normal like thing that people man, do. Yeah, first man to invent lying or something. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Also, he's wearing cowboy boots that don't lace up. I invented the term fake news. <laughs> oh God! Where have I heard that before? <laughs> so the guy from Denver, he's tying his shoes. Uh, the guy from New Mexico was on his way to win. But Bat smelled bullshit and stepped out from the crowd and tripped him before oh. the finish line. <laughs> what? <laughs> At least he didn't shoot him. Well, that's true. So the crowd goes nuts. The race was voided, and they said they would run it the next day. Instead of, like, immediately? Gotta do this yeah. all again the next day? Bat was still the city marshal, so he arrested both runners. <laughs> And the owner of the bar who sponsored the race named Billy Martin, which is, uh, we should do an episode on Billy Martin, even though he has nothing to do with the Old West. But he was a fantastic drunk, though. So Okay, awesome. <laughs> yeah. Just the best drunk. <laughs> uh, so he charged him with obtaining money under false pretenses. Uh, they were let go, and the man from Denver didn't show up the next morning to run the race. So the guy from New Mexico tried to claim victory, but then Bat just arrested him again, and the race was never run. <laughs> what the fuck? So a few weeks later, Bat's turn comes up, so he leaves for Denver. Uh, Brother Jim decides to stay behind in Trinidad, and he's still a police officer. The man who took over for, for him, named Krieger, stayed in his job for 30 years. Just in case you need to know that. I don't know why I put that in. <laughs> I was going to say, what? what's up with Krieger? He was in a fine, upstanding guy. He stayed in his job for 30 years. Boring. That happened to start doing the job pretty much at, at the very ass end of all the... Bullshit. The heavy amounts of murdery shit. Yeah. He kind of got the easy part. So Dodge City would need Bat's help again. Uh, even though he tried to stay away for a little while because he thought it was a shithole. Uh, he had to help his friend, fellow gambler, Luke Short, 
Luke Short just took over the Long Branch Saloon, which was siphoning business away from other bars, especially the Alamo Saloon, which is owned by Mayor Ab Webster. Uh, Luke's partner, Bill Harris, then ran for mayor. On the other side, Webster had Larry Dagger run in his stead. Exactly. The big Good fat guy again. Da- that's a big fat guy again. He's still it's around. Like his, okay. Yep, it's, it's like Bat Masterson's, uh, if he's like Daredevil, this is his Wilson Fisk, like Kingpin. You know, big sure. fat guy, causing him problems. <laughs> I don't know how many times I have to say that. He was Daredevil. <laughs> Uh, Daredevil. Uh, oh, yeah, he was um, uh, Ben Affleck. Are you here to confirm that Daredevil is responsible for this, Detective? There is no proof that Daredevil even exists. He can hear it before it makes a sound. He can sense it before it happens. He can vanish before you realize he's there. And he's the last person you never expect. Police suspect the vigilante Daredevil was the one to bring the criminals to justice. I don't know why you read that trash. You want the truth? Tell me. She's hideous. Excuse me. I just wanted to get your name. Does every guy have to go through all this to find out your name? Try asking for my number. I've been following that piece you wrote about the kingpin. How do you kill a man without fear? Let the bodies hit the Give me bullseye. The devil's mine. I hope justice is found here before justice finds you. How can you be a skeptic? If there's no eyewitness, I mean, you know, Bigfoot has oh, eyewitnesses. Please. Boo. No. Yeah. I know, but Charlie Cox is <laughs> better. So. <laughs> so Luke's partner, Bill Harris, runs for mayor. Um, but Dagger defeats Harris 214 to 143. Uh, the new mayor enacts anti whoring, anti vagrancy bill. So two days after the laws were enacted, uh, the city marshal Jack Bridges goes into Luke Short's uh, Long Branch, not his shorts, just into... (laughs) His name is Luke Short's. He's not going into his shorts. (laughs) But he arrests three of his sex workers. Short kind of shrugged it off as part of business because that's just the way for counties to fill their coffers back in the day and just pay your fine and then you're back in business. Mm -hmm. But when Luke found out that no other whores were arrested... Or sex workers, I should say. Uh, he heads for the jail all pissed off. So Luke Short was a short man, believe it or not. Shocking. It's not just a clever name. Uh, he was feisty and didn't like to be pushed around, though. A short so, guy was feisty and didn't like to be pushed around? Never heard of that, yeah. either. <laughs> uh, the other arresting officer, Hartman, was standing in front of the jail. So when he sees Luke Short walk up with uh, six shooters strapped, Hartman jerks his pistol and fires uh, fires at short and miss behind him. I guess if you aim at a normal height, you'd miss a short person. Or hit him directly in the fucking throat. <laughs> Depending on how short. Uh, short returns fire, but Hartman turned and run, which is what you want of your police officer. Yeah. <laughs> but he trips, 
and a bullet whizzed past his head, so he caught a break there. Fuck. Uh, Short thought he killed him, so he goes back to his saloon there, the Long Branch, and loads a shotgun and barricades himself inside. Uh, they the the police show up and they told him they'd you know he'd uh, if he'd give up they'd just charge him with creating a, distur- a disturbance. <laughs> he'd be released after paying a small fine. So he comes outside, puts out, puts aside his guns, and there he was grabbed and marched to jail, locked up, and charged lies. with assault. Oh, fucking liars! So many lies. Mm-hmm. So he posts a two thousand dollar bond, which is a lot of fucking money back Holy then. Holy shit! Yeah. For real. But he was actually rearrested the next day. So you know, he's a little it, pissed off. It almost seems like they uh, somebody might have a bit of vendetta against this short. Yeah, no fellow. shit. Mm-hmm. They're just trying mm. to take all his fucking money. Hmm, foreshadowing. So finally, short and his fellow gamblers were marched out of town and forced on the train out of town. So Luke's pride is kind of hurt. Plus, he had not received any compensation for his stake in the bar so he sent for bat for help and short goes to kc to talk to the governor in topeka uh i guess kc is not the 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 capital of kansas that i know never has been (laughs) (laughs) i kind of ran those sentences together sorry uh back in dodge rumors were made that hinkle webster or the group with with hepster uh Webster and Hinkle. Those so you the, the opposing group. Sorry. Yeah, the Webster and Hinkle, and that's the one that have Dagger working for him, right? Or yep. they're working with Dagger. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So now they're paranoid that uh, Bat Masterson's coming for him. That's right. You better be paranoid. So they ask the government for extra troops. Troops. <laughs> uh, <laughs> one man. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, though the same day, uh, Luke Shore is meeting with the governor. So the governor gets this telegram saying, "Hey." Yo, Luke Short is and Bat Masterson are coming for us. It's like, no, he's here talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, in Dodge City at the time, uh, there was a law in the books for for the last three years prohibiting sale and manufacture of liquor, which nobody bothered to follow. Wait, the sale or manufacture of liquor? Mm-hmm. Basically, it was supposed to be a dry county, but but they had nobody a, gave one single fuck about Holy any shit. of that. Yeah, all right. So Bat goes back to Colorado, not to flee, but to gather up some troops. Um, Luke and Bat wait in a neighboring town, while Wyatt Earp backed with four gunslingers, including Texas Jack Vermillion. Which we remember. have talked about and probably will talk about again. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Wyatt arrives in Dodge, he meets with a special policeman named... Prairie Dog Dave Morrow. Ooh, oh, the, these the guys point, keep remember, popping the up. Pointy-eared guy. Pointy-eared guy. Yep. So White asked to be deputized as a special police force because he knew the guy so that they could wear their guns into town. Uh, Prairie Dog Dave agreed, not caring if it was actually legal or not. So they kind of post up for a showdown. Uh that happened. Several other cohorts came into town unobserved, including Charlie Bassett, the former uh, city marshal there. So Ab Webster, the mayor, heard that the a trap was... Uh, he heard that he was trapped. He fired off another telegram for the for the governor for a militia. 
the governor named Glick. Now we go out and about with Jiminy Glick. You worked, you worked, you, you worked, you, 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 you worked. I can't help you. What? Elvis. Elvis. Yes. Tell me about Elvis Presley. Elvis. I love Elvis. Tell me about him. Didn't send any, but he sent his attorney general named Thomas Moonlight. Thomas Moonlight? Is he like a... A guy named Jiminy Glick, too. Is he a aromatherapist or... (laughs) Yoga It's like Thomas Kincaid at night, I guess. Shit. (laughs) So when they found out they were surrounded, they wanted peace for for some reason. Oh, we're surrounded by some of the most famous killers in the Wild West. I guess we'll fucking want to not have a fight. It was all just mm-hmm. a prank. Yeah, yeah. So Webster wanted to meet Wide Earp and make peace. At the meeting, uh, Short and Bat were permitted to return to town and run the Long Branch Saloon unmolested, which is a good way to do it. Mm-hmm. Never want to be molested. Okay. Yeah. At a All was quiet when uh, Moonlight, the attorney general, comes to town. And he's like, what the fuck is the famous, what, what the fuck is the deal here? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this is where a famous pitcher with Bat, uh, Luke Short, Wide Earp, and other cronies were kind of taken. So I'm looking at it right cool. now. 1883, uh, William Harris, Luke Short, <laughs> Bat Masterson, William F. Pet- Petillon. Charlie Bassett, Wyatt Earp, Michael Francis, Frank McLean, and Cornelius Neil Brown. Tight. Those are all serial, serial killer names. Yeah. Well, any anytime you use somebody's middle name, it sounds like a serial killer name. Don't go anywhere. How the West was fucked will be right back. kind of restored Bat's reputation in Dodge. Uh, so now he had got to go there quite a bit over the next few years, helping a friend run for sheriff, going back for a big 4th of July celebration, and roughing a foot race, which he has experience on. Yeah, roughing, tripping people, <laughs> and arresting them. Uh, he started up a baseball team in 1884. 1884 also sees the end of Bat's friend Ben Thompson and King Fisher, if you remember that. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, 1885, Bat had pretty much settled in Dodge City. Though he had no public office, he was just gambling there. 
Summer of 1885, July 4th, Bat won Most Popular Man in Dodge City. Ooh. Won a gold watch and chain, and a gold-headed cane worth $20. Ooh, because everyone else is fucking dead (laughs) before. Uh, 1885, he calls Denver his home mostly. But on a trip to the Dakotas, he meets T.R. and becomes friends for years. Of course, everybody has to be friends with T.R. Of course. Tedward Roosevelt. Did you say Tedward? Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's his unfortunate younger brother that drove a car into some bay in Massachusetts and killed his oh. young no, that's a different East Coast rich family. Oh, that's Tedward Kennedy. Sorry. Yes, Tedward Kennedy. <laughs> um, oh, 1885 also finds his brother Jim in the Maxwell Land Grant War in Colorado slash New Mexico. But he dies in 1895 from galloping consumption, which is a faster form of tuberculosis. Consumption. Galloping so like consumption. Consumption. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... It kind of just sounds like you're like, uh, it's like an activity where like I put a donut on a fence post, you know, and you're running along like a, a barbed wire fence. There's this donut at each fence post. And you got to like run to it, eat a donut, run to the next one, eat a donut. Oh, yeah. It's like, like that. bobbing for like, apples almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only far dirtier because of all the you know, metal arc shit on the fence post. <laughs> and, but, it's kind of like uh, boxing and chess combined which is a thing what oh yeah boxing and chess how the fuck does that work instead of hitting the clock you punch the guy in the face you box for a round and then you play chess for three minutes and then you go back to boxing and then eventually one of you is unconscious and checkmate (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) just like the uh the where you sit and play poker with a with a uh Rodeo bull, like running around the table. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. As Thanks long you, know. you might have the shittiest hand, but as long as you're the last one sitting at the table, you're good. It's like Tetris and insult comedy. Yep. No, more like Tetris and monster truck racing. <laughs> but you're you're playing it on your fucking Game Boy while you're driving the truck. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Through a mall parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not much is known of Bat's love life. But he does get married November twenty first, eighteen ninety one. I've seen when in he my thirty eighth. In my, in my research, I saw at least once the word concubine used. So we yep. know that. Wow, uh, that was in eighteen eighty. Uh, the Dodge City Census shows that he was living with Annie Laudy Ledoux, age nineteen, described as his concubine. Fucking excellent. <laughs> yep. No, nothing problematic there. No. Okay, anyway. 1888, Bat buys into the Palace Theater in Denver, which was a gambling house. That's on Blake and 15th, so that must be by the uh, baseball stadium, right? I've not been to a game in Denver. Well, that's Ben Hyman about that. He would know. So the bar and gambling there were second to none in the West. It had been open for 23 years, so it was established. But at the same time, a reform movement swept through town, and Bat sold out and moved to Creed, Colorado, which is another boomtown. Somehow there was 30,000 people, and if you've ever been there, uh, it is just a narrow fucking in-between 
up and down cliffs. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty hard to pack 30,000 people in. Damn. That's easy when half of them are sleeping underneath a horse and in a bush. And... Bat kept the peace inside the gambling hall called the Denver Exchange, usually without violence. Uh, his reputation doing most of the work. I don't have a good reputation like Bat Masterson. Yeah, you're not as terrifying. No, not at all. <laughs> I'm doing a podcast. I think, though, one time I th- think I saw you almost fight a guy. He called you Buddy Holly when we were in, like, high school when we were going to the mall. Was oh. Buddy Holly? And then he's like, I'll fucking kill you. But it's about as close. That wasn't just saying, I'm going to kick your ass. I'm just saying, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Well, yeah. Not right now. different. Not right yeah. now. I'm going to wait till you're asleep. Yeah, when you're like 95 or something. Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he still needs to watch his back. I'm going to kill you someday. Just picturing sneaking up on a, your geriatric enemy and like, I don't know, just shoving a fistful of Vicks Vapor Rub into their breathing holes. Yeah, how bad would that be? Like actually choking on Vicks Vapor Rub? To death? Yeah. But it would clear out your sinuses, so you probably would still but survive. It'd be, but it'd be plugging your sinuses at the same time. Like, mm. I'm talking about... Oh, shit. That would make your head explode. Like cause a singularity. Yep. Uh, Bat there has a run-in with Soapy Smith. Fucking Soapy Smith. Who, at the time, was taking uh, tribute, quote-unquote, for most of the bars in town, but not Bats, because Soapy knew better. Yeah, I was going to say, Soapy is not that big of an idiot. But one day he did get drunk and wanted to change dealers and pulled a gun on him. Uh, the dealer said he would change if only Bat told him to. So Bat was uh, called upon, and then Bat talked him down. Wow. Uh, July 8th, 1892, Bob Ford, Jesse James Killer, was shot by Ed O'Kelly. Um, so that's happening in Creed at the time. The coward Bob Ford. Wasn't Bob Ford actually, like, uh, didn't they keep him around town? He was kind of, like, reenacting his killing of Jesse James was, like, his job. He was, like, kind of doing that and just drinking himself to death at the same time. Holy shit. I'd go with that. I believe that's <laughs> Sounds good. similar to the case. But uh, September 7th rolls around, and Bat quits his job there because he has to go attend a boxing match in New Orleans. He has um, to go. Yeah, he never misses a fight. I want to go see No Effects play, so this, this is my two-week notice because I'm going <laughs> to a concert in Olympia. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to. Uh, John L. Sullivan and James Corbett um, from 1889. Bat never missed a major fight, dude. We just got a whiskey called John L. Sullivan. Oh, really? yeah, and it's got there a it's go. got a guy, an Irish dude uh, with his dukes up, like a boxing. That yeah, would make sense. Uh, sometimes he would be involved with the promoting too. So instead, of, despite all the reformation in Denver there, Bat still made his job as a dealer in local gambling halls. Also there, Wyatt Earp deals Pharaoh for a time in Denver, along with Soapy Smith. So they're all in the same town at the same time. Jesus Christ. Uh, Bat actually wrote to Soapy Smith from time to time, and it's actually friendly with him. Uh, 1895, George Gould, heir to Jay Gould's fortune, was receiving threatening letters from a crazy person. So that was still (laughs) happening in 1895. (laughs) So he had Bat come to stay with him to be his bodyguard to New York City. Uh, It was a great job while it lasted because he got to eat probably shrimp and all sorts of stuff. Oysters Rockefeller. Uh, 
just mm-hmm. just shrimp, just nothing but shrimp. I could do that. That's that's fancy person food. Uh, but the crazy person was arrested, and Bat goes back to Denver. Bat in 1897 fires his last shot in action. It was a dispute over ballots at election hall that brought him out, and he shot the gun out of another guy's hand. I guess, which is a thing. Whoa! So like v- voting, at re- I, you know, voting irregularities, and you shoot the gun out of the dude's hand. Fucking crazy! I didn't think that shit actually happened. Not often, because usually, well, I mean, if it did, usually it By was kind of sh- sh- shot the fingers off the hand that were holding <laughs> yeah, the gun totally. and turned the hand into hamburger. <laughs> Handburger. February 1896. Backtrack a little. Uh, Bat was off again at a prize fight. One to be held in Texas this time between Peter Marr and Ruby Bob Fitzsimmons. But Texas had anti-prize light if prize fight law in, in effect. Bastards. So it was promoted by a good friend of Bats named Don Stewart. So people kind of converge on El Paso, but the authorities there said no, no. So everybody, fans included, all boarded a train. Uh, there on the train was about, uh, he was, uh, Bat was about to smack a clumsy Chinese person and was stopped by Bill McDonald. Uh, one of the toughest Texas Rangers was there to stop the fight. Also, was this a special uh, train? Yep, like the last a special one. train for the for just for the fight. Okay, the fuck? it could have been a gory shootout, but Bat just smiled and sat down. And the train pulls into Langtree the next day, and dun, 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 George Roy Bean promised they could hold the fight there. Uh, what? Oh, like when they, like like. Judge, like the Judge Roy Bean? The Judge Roy Bean, which we'll be oh. doing soon. All right. I was going to say, so, like, I feel like I should know who this is, but I don't. Yeah, you will. You will. That's okay. a good one. You will be. <laughs> but as soon as they pull out, they see a line of Texas Rangers there and U.S. Marshals there to stop the fight. So a quick conference was held, and they decided they would cross the river into Mexico, and there the fight took 90 seconds. <laughs> Fitzsimmons uh, knocked out Meyer. Fucking all day. All day on a train for a 90-second fist fight. Just cruising around. This has around. been building up for months in El Paso. God damn, dude. <laughs> well, wasn't that like the Mayweather-Pacquiao one from a couple years back with something ridiculous like that? Oh, yeah. It was like hype, 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 and... One, one punch and it's over? Well, and it was like hundreds of dollars to like... You know, watch the fight on TV. Yeah, and, I remember that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's right. Because I, I had some family that like, like dudes like I got a pay per view. I paid the hundred fifty bucks. Everybody come over, and they had like he had like forty people at his house, and it was over in like ten fucking whatever. Like yeah, it was it was not much. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, before we hear, uh, yes, uh, that John L. Sullivan Irish whiskey that you have, Tony, yeah. is is indeed can confirm. Named after the John L. Sullivan that we're talking boxing about. guy. Cool. Um, apparently, his nickname was also the uh, the Boston Strong Boy back in the 1850s. Okay. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bat was going to open a boxing club in Denver with a guy named Otto Flato. What? <laughs> his name is Otto Flato. Otto Flato. Fuck you. That's, that is some oofty goofty bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> like. 
But uh, Otto Flotto leaves him in the cold and opens a boxing club by himself. So he gets back at Otto Flotto by opening his own. Actually, he goes into the sports editor job at the Denver paper. Oh. And calls it called George's Weekly. So basically, he praises his own boxing club and disses Otto's. <laughs> so this is his uh, entry into becoming a journalist is because he just wants to get back at this guy. More cool. or less. <laughs> Became a journalist out of spite. Uh, the rivalry went on for about two years. One time, Bat chased him down the street uh, with his walking stick in hand, and the 260-pound Otto Flato chugged away, which is... <laughs> must have been nice to see. I was going to say, it's got to be fun to see. Man run. You're sitting on the front porch of the saloon drinking beer, and there's this fucking giant being chased by a man with a stick. <laughs> you know... What, I mean, if you've seen pictures of uh, Bat Masterson, you know, little derby hat and his little mustache, he looks kind of more like a butler than what you'd think a gunfighter would look sure. like. You know? So 1900 rolls around. He moves out of Denver and drifts around a little bit to Hot Springs, Arkansas, then to New York City and Chicago. He lived uh, in Denver 12 years total, kind of the longest of any of his stops. 1902, he leaves Denver for good. Uh, being essentially run out of town by the law after he went on a bender. Uh, after being refused to vote by a ladies' school, uh, by ladies for a school board election. Oh. <laughs> it's like, you're drunk and you're a bad man. It's like, yeah. I'll be the best school board you've ever seen. That's right. Mad Bastardson, school superintendent. Shine matter to my ties, so I know what children are looking for, man. Bat goes to Chicago and visits old friends there. He was going to go to England and promote a fight there. But by the time he gets to New York City to catch a boat, he was arrested. He was charged with the Crooked Pharaoh game with a few others. Charged mostly ripping off a son of the Mormon president, George Snow. Ah, shit. That's when you fucked up, man. Mm-hmm. So when he was arrested, Bat's six-shooter was confiscated, and he was charged with carrying a concealed weapon. So Bat's kind of pissed because these guys that he's promoting the uh, the fight with, he didn't really know. These guys were guilty, but he wasn't. Ah. So Bat was let go on bond. Uh, Snow, the son, never testified because he was probably scared, and the charges were dropped. Bat was fined $10 for the concealed weapon, but never got it back. Mm -hmm. Bat sued Snow for assault, gets his character for (laughs) $10,000. Snow skipped town before the Bat uh, could collect the Batman in Gotham City. (laughs) Before before the Bat could collect. That's (laughs) kind of one of the scarier sentences I've heard Are we going to drop the Bat Dance song into every (laughs) one of these references? Got you. Hell yeah. Sticky Veil. Sticky Veil. I like Batman. So Bat goes up going to England and uh, gets involved in fights in New York City and actually refs one. Probably didn't trip anybody, though. He also spends lots of time at the horse track because he has a gambling addiction, probably. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm noticing a pattern. <laughs> Uh, early 1903, the Morning Telegraph, a paper, was sold, and William Eugene Lewis took over as managing editor. 
who he knew Bat from 20 years earlier out on the plains because he kind of loved to listen to his stories at the bar. And he asked Bat if he wanted a job as a reporter. Uh, Bat accepted. So at age 50, Bat found a new career. And it was actually a legitimate one, if you call writing in a newspaper legitimate. Especially writing about, like, sports and your old life as a Cowboy. lawman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the Morning Telegraph was kind of unique. Its circulation was mostly wealthy people people interested in sports, racing, automobiling, and theater. When papers were two cents a piece, the Telegraph was five. Ooh. Elitist. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bat was given carte blanche to write whatever the fuck he wanted. 1906, three years after he uh, joined, Bat went to Utica to cover the cause celebrity of the day. Which was the Chester Gillette murder trial. That's not how you really say what you just tried to say, <laughs> but I'm not going <laughs> to... Hey, this is Old West Podcast. We're, yeah. we're supposed to do this. Yep. So the Chester Gillette murder trial, which I'm sure is probably the old money Gillettes that we still have to thank for the New England Patriots and other oh God atrocities. Bat and others at the paper were arrested and fined $50 for publishing inflammatory remarks about Gillette's guilt. Gillette was actually found guilty, though. (laughs) (laughs) Did he get the money back? He should. Right? (laughs) 1904, Bat was offered a United States Marshal job of all Oklahoma by President Teddy Roosevelt, but he declined it because it's Oklahoma. (laughs) And he's in his mid to late 50s Mm -hmm. and doesn't you know, Jesus. He said that some drunk would try to kill him just for the fame of it. Yeah. He, he Plus, is not he wrong. was content in New York City. Uh, but he was actually deputy, deputy United States Marshal for the Southern District of New York. Uh, it, not known if TR had anything to do with that appointment, but probably. Uh, he hold, held it until Taft took over in 1909. Fucking Taft. During TR's tenure in the White House, Bat visited several times. Uh, Last recorded fight Bat was in was between him and Walter St. Dennis, a sports editor at the New York Globe. They had a running feud between their two columns. Witnesses Bat got in a few good looks before the fight was broken up. Uh, So still fighting at age 58. That's pretty good. Damn. This is America. 1907, Bat writes a few articles on Western life for Human Life magazine. Uh, Bat had three columns a week in the Telegraph, mostly about boxing, but sometimes his own redneck philosophy. Uh, October 25th, 1921, Bat sat at his desk writing a column that would appear on the following Thursday. But he had caught a cold the week before. A member of the newspaper staff looked in on him and asked how well he was doing. He said, all right. And that was the last words he ever spoke. The assistant came back, and Bat was dead. Whoa. He died just short of his 68th birthday, so... Holy shit. Right. Long life. Pretty old for one of these guys. Yeah. But, yeah, mm-hmm. apparently it's believed he had a heart attack. I want to point that out. He didn't die from the fucking cold. Oh, I thought someone you know. poisoned him or he maybe shot the back of the head or something. No, he just, you know... I can imagine that... Um, 
you know, during his career as a writer, there was uh, probably a lot less physical activity happening and a lot sure. more smoking smoking cigars and yeah, totally eat, eating porterhouse steaks. Yep. And, yep. Yeah, exactly. Damn, it's just fucking crazy to like think about the the short period of time that it is referred to as the Wild West, but like how mm-hmm. how much intermingling there were between all these fucking people, and like it was kind of like a like a high school, like a giant high school. Where it's like, hey, get away from my girlfriend, pow pow, or like, yeah, you know, yeah kind of fucking crazy, man. Well, and this this guy, like I said, probably had the distinction of like kind of crossing paths with a wider segment than most, even. Mm-hmm. It, maybe a toss up between him and Earp. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But it's but. it's crazy to think about. Like, what what year did he die? Uh, twenty one. Yeah, nineteen twenty one. Twenty one. Okay. I mean, that guy saw a lot of shit happen. Yep. So yeah, from, a lot uh, like the Wild West to fucking you know motor vehicles and fucking airplanes. World War One and airplanes and all that shit. Oh yeah, like I say, well half the guys we talk about diet like twenty or thirty anyway. Yeah. This guy, you know, eighteen fifty three to nineteen twenty one, he had a little longer stretch to. That's that's just got to be a fucking crazy period of time to be alive. Well, you know what? Here's the way to look at it, though. It's the it's the frog in the boiling pot of water thing. Yeah, yeah. You might you might not notice all the changes that are happening. Is you know when we look at it, it's like holy fuck they went from having no cars to cars like overnight. Uh, I mean the same could be said. For, well, same could be said for our lives right now too. I mean yeah, you're, we were all born in like the late seventies, early eighties. So like yeah. if we when you look back on this period of time, it's gonna be like holy shit they were born before the fucking internet was even a thing, and then right. everybody had the um, internet in their fucking pocket. Or like a fucking, you know, a hybrid car. Yeah, totally. Totally. Like shit like that, you know, like, yeah. You still used have... leaded gasoline? Yeah. You know, you could smoke on an airplane? Yep. And in the mall? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking wild, man. Yeah, Bat Masterson is kind of a fun one. And like like Will pointed out, he actually, you know, uh, I suppose, you know, I can't vouch for anything he did fighting Indians because I'm sure there's huge amounts of atrocity in there. Oh, yeah. That's kind of how it rolls. Yep. But as one of these guys that's around town and stuff, doesn't seem, like, too horrific to, compared to guys like Clay Ellison or John Wesley Harden or even Wyatt Earp. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, he got in some fuck-aroundery, but, mm-hmm. like, if he only probably gunned down one person. A uh, thing that Will kind of glossed over is uh, a lot of the reason why they... Uh, it was claimed that he killed over, like, 21 people. That's because uh, somebody was giving an interview to some dumb shit uh, reporter. Uh, it was, uh, I don't know. I don't have the reporter's name, but there was uh, Dr. Doctor W.S. Cockrell was being asked by this <laughs> reporter. <laughs> Cockrell probably wasn't even in the same room with Bat Masterson, probably didn't actually know Bat Masterson. He pointed at, like, just a dude that's sitting over there and says, that's Bat Masterson. He killed like twenty six men, and it might not have even been Masterson. So, and also he's just making shit up. Yeah, which which got the uh, attention of that butt line fellow. Oh sure, who's the fucking renowned be, liar? Who's also a douchebag? Yeah, like shitty journalist. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, basically the, the the tales of like all his man killing, a lot of them can be attributed to that one article that the one reporter wrote. Gotcha. So. Yeah. Sure, there's a lot of that, a lot of that kind of shit happening all the time, you know, especially fucking, about this era. Fucking constant still happens to this day. Mm-hmm. You know, fucking Richard Gere's putting 
small creatures in his butt and whatnot. Like that's absolutely. true. <laughs> oh fuck! All right, well, yeah. fucking excellent, excellent reporting, uh, William. Yeah, and Bo. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, fucking kick ass, man. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go march the streets of my neighborhood with white claw and a fucking crowbar. Oh, the sun's <laughs> going down, so you got to put on your vigilante mask. Yep, get my vigilance committee, vigilance committee of one, uh, out there and <laughs> keep an eye out for fuck bags. Perfect. Right on. Grow out your Charles right. Bronson mustache. That's right. God damn it. Yep. <laughs> Gotta have it. All right, man. All right. See you next time. See you next time. Hail of. Gun. Gunfire. See, that God one only has it. three. It's perfect. Oh.